What's up guys, welcome back to the podcast This your boy Jake to the uh, And on this particular episode We are going to be talking about Why I cancelled all of my DAW subscriptions So let's dive right into that topic So I don't know about you But um, I like to try various software I've tried out Pro Tools Well it goes beyond try it out. I've had subscriptions for years. So I've had a Pro Tube subscription. I've had a um, Prasana Studio One Five Spears subscription. Various plug-in subscriptions. I've had a Serato, um, whatever that beat making subscription is. You name it, I've had a subscription. So I recently came to the conclusion I'm spending a lot of money on subscriptions. And I really don't even make music like that to even warrant spending that type of cash. And even though I'm spending all of that money, I see that I still keep going back to Cubase Elements 11 for some strange reason. Persona Studio 1.5 is great. You have a lot of instruments. Of course, it's way more feature intense than Cubase. Than, excuse me. Than, uh, yeah, I said it right. Than Cubase uh, Elements. Obviously, because the corresponding platform in Steinberg would be Cubase Professional, which is like $599. Ain't my fans pay no goddamn $599. So I use Elements, and Elements for me, it does everything I need. So we have all these subscriptions, right? Going back to that Pro Tools, Pro Tools subscription, that was okay because I got that for my son in the upstairs studio. The hell was that? He since don't no longer even does music. He does video production. So I cancel that subscription. Number one, I cancel that. Pro Tools. Let's just put this out on the table. As far as recording, sound, all of that, it's still number one. I still like it the best. Simple as that. But as far as beat making, not so much. Even the pro version, uh, uh, Cubase. I keep saying Cubase. I use it so much. Pro Tools 2021 dot 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 i've had that one because i had the subscription so it just keeps upgrading it's not that great for music production i really just don't like it for for many period i find myself always going to either one or two programs for many type of beat production and that's fl studio and cubase persona studio one is good but for some reason i still find myself going back to those two programs and i can pretty much tell you why number one let's just say let's just put this out on the table nothing pretty much beats fl studio as far as making beats you can chop loops i mean you don't even need a keyboard to make some pretty hot ass beats let's just leave that right there so i'm going to really put that as number one for music production but Cubase has an has an excellent track sampler, has instruments to go along with it. You can load your VST. The MIDI is good. Um, and you have a actual DAW interface to where you can do a song from beginning to end. Now, you can do that in FL Studio as well. If you have the pro version, you can with the basic beat version. But it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? And I know there's a lot of people out there that know how to use FL Studio and can do a whole song in it and have it sound amazing. But the point of the matter is, I don't want to. I don't want to use that. 
Because when I'm using a DAW, I want it to look like a DAW. Now, I'm kind of old school. So with that being said, my DAW needs to look like an analog mixer for the most part. But it still needs to be very functional. So let's go back to this other software that I use, which is Harrison Mixbus. Now, that one I bought outright. It was only like $99, $79. So I still use that Mixbus 6. Don't use it that much because I haven't taken the time to actually learn it like I should. But that is that particular software is probably about as close as you're going to get to like an analog setup. And boy, does it sound good. It's just as simple as that. So when it comes to best sounding DAWs, I'm going to have to lean towards the Harrison Mix bus, but it's definitely not a beginner type of software. It takes some time to learn each individual feature that it has, and you may get frustrated with it. But even if you do your entire song into stems and another software and just bring it into Harrison Mix bus to mix it, you're going to be doing yourself a favor because it just sounds that good. Now, I've tried the Traction Waveform Free. I like that one. I like that. I like that one. I like using it every now and then to play with. But at the end of the day, I always go back to Cubase Elements. One of the reasons is I probably own it the longest way back when it used to come with Cubase LE when you buy the, um, the little cheap interface. In fact, I want to say it came with my Fast Track. No, it came with my that little cheap M audio interface. I think I bought it at Comp USA. There is no Comp USA anymore. So I feel like I'm kind of rambling. But anyway, back to the topic at hands. So I'm spending all this money on these DAWs, these subscriptions, paying monthly or either paying a lump sum uh, up front so I don't have to worry about a monthly payment. And I'm really never owning nothing. For instance, for Persona Studio One, five. Now, granted, you're getting a lot of stuff for a lot of functionality. You're getting a lot of add-ons, a lot of loops. So if you are really doing music production seriously, go ahead and keep that subscription because you get so much. Learn how to use that. You get way more than what you're going to get with Cubase. It's just as simple as that. But at the same time, me, I really just do this for a hobby. I like making YouTube videos, tutorials and whatnot. I just like doing stuff whenever I get ready to do it. I'm almost 50 years old. That ship has sailed a long ass time ago. This is all for fun and to help the younger generation come up and learn music production and get, you know, do what they want to do because they got it a lot. I won't say a lot easier than we did but as far as actually producing it's a lot less expensive than when i came up with it it's, but some of those skill sets i learned way back then i think or is if i was trying to do this serious i kind of think it would give me an advantage but who am i kidding i'm lying some of these kids be on them keyboards be typing their ass off ripping the hell out them beats with nothing but a damn keyboard and some samples who the hell am i kidding but anyway, back to Persona Studio 5. So I paid up front, I think it was $169 for a year to use it. So I essentially rented that program for a year for $169. And I immediately stopped those subscriptions as soon as I buy them after the year. Because I don't want a year to roll around and I forget. And it auto-charges my PayPal. That's a no-go. That's a no-go. So what I did, I canceled it. 
and I'm using it and it actually expires, I think, in February 2022, which leads me to my next point. I spent $169 for it up front. When I use it, I use it. It's amazing. But at the same time, I use Cubase elements most of the time. So Persona Studio One is just sitting there. Not being used, money wasted. So why do we buy all of these subscriptions? Well, number one, because we enjoy trying out new software. We enjoy learning new things. And to me, that's part of the fun. Some of you who just trying to get some beats out and you want the most efficient way possible, stick with one software. If it's me, if you're asking me, I'm going to have to say Cubase for the simple fact is you can do everything in it. It's a nice layout. It's just the it's just the best all around one that I've used. I've used Cakewalk. Cakewalk is okay, but I'm not trying to really learn any too much to learn a new software like really really like that. So, and I already kind of know Cakewalk. Excuse me, Cubase. So I guess I you could say I'm kind of biased when it comes to that. Now, a lot of people use Reaper. Reaper is free. That's all fine and dandy. I personally really don't like Reaper that much just because I don't like the plug-in layout. Everything else is great. The mixer, um, especially the mixer. I like some of the stuff that they really do in that. But as far as how the plug-ins look, I don't like the GUI. So it's always something that I don't like about a particular t- software that will keep me from using it all the time. And in this particular case, Y'all thought the computer for y'all thought the screen froze, didn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. One too many of these. Anyway, that's cool as like. Anyway, so uh, Reaper is cool, but the plugin interface, I'm not feeling it. So what do I do? I'll go right back to Cubase. So this is essentially why I'm canceling all of my subscriptions to all of these different softwares they pretty much already been canceled i'm just waiting for them to expire i'll even check my my paypal periodically just to make sure that i didn't forget to cancel anything i don't know is anybody out there like me who wants to just try stuff out and try it and try it out which is fine you can do that take a year buy those subscriptions for a year see which one you like see which one works best for you but don't just keep them all you're just wasting money that's 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 money that that could go to something else. Anyway, that's about all I got in today's. And I can't talk. That's about all I got for today's episode or whatever you want to call it. This your boy Jay to the R signing off. Peace. <laughs>